If you've ever struggled the daily grind of making and keeping track of work orders, you have to check out Easy Beasy. Easy Beasy is easy to use, easy to learn, affordable work order and time clock app with unlimited users included with every subscription. Make and edit work orders anytime, anywhere you're working, at your desk, in your truck, on the job site, even on your couch. With Easy Beasy, you can easily copy work orders to use over and over, which is great for mowing and plowing. You can also keep track of employee timesheets, contact your customers, add notes, instructions, even pictures of your jobs. Easy Beasy works on Android and Apple devices or any tablet or computer. Easy Beasy also has a wide variety of reports so you can have all the info you need for billing right from your phone. Say goodbye to paying for extra users because everyone gets unlimited users on Easy Beasy. Try Easy Beasy for free for 30 days. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up. Easy Beasy is a simple work order and time clock app for mo crews, hardscape crews, and everything in between. Start saving time and money with Easy Beasy. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up today. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Before we get started, just uh, here's a little housekeeping, quick business of what we've been up to, all the great stuff that we've got in store for you guys. We've been doing webinars on our Profits Up Estimating. It's how you can make money, you know, how any landscaper can make a profit month after month. That one's been going over really well. We've got our next one coming up November 14th at 6 p.m. Central Time. Yep. So if you're interested in learning how you can make a profit each and every month, get signed up for that one inside our Profits Up Inner Circle. That's where we're really helping landscapers get their business from where it is now to where they want it to go. And it's taking those actionable steps to actually get it done. Because a lot of people like think about it and like want to do stuff, but it's the getting it done part that's a little bit of a hiccup. It's just the opportunity for everybody to show up and be a business owner twice a month. We do trainings twice a month. So we've been working on that. We just wrapped up doing a sales system and we're wrapping that up here soon with learning how to get paid. Because everybody knows that sinking feeling of you open up your QuickBooks or whatever software you're using and you're looking at that and you're like, oh my, if these people would just pay their bills, if we could just freaking get paid for work that we have already done, then I could pay my bills. Then maybe I'd have a little cushioning in the bank. Everybody knows that feeling and everybody gets mad about it. And it's real easy to get like all awkward and sweaty over, oh my gosh, I hate hassling people for money. I don't want to have to do this. And so what we really do is give you everything that you need to do everything that you can as an owner to not get to the point of where it's past due and you're sweaty and you have to have awkward conversations because nobody (laughs) likes doing that. No. And the cool part is we're giving you pretty much everything you need for this. Like it's an amazing, like one of the members from our last training we did, the inner circle training through the scripts and stuff we gave him said we literally gave him a whole Bible and everything. Like one was 42 pages. Another thing was. Well, it's got everything you need in there. It's, it's it, we talk about how to preemptively 
put wording in your contracts so you know when you're going to get paid. So your butt's covered because that's already in there. It's got scripts to use for when you do have to have those awkward conversations. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I don't want to get too It lays deep. it all out for yeah. you. But it's all in there. So if you know what it's like to open up your accounting software and be like, oh, dear Lord, please, people pay your bills. Yeah. We've got the training for you. It's coming up when? November 1st. November 1st. Yep. So you've got time to hop in there before we've got that going on. And then in the next couple months, we're going to be talking about uh, using CRM. CRM stands for Customer Relationship Manager. There we go. I'm like, I know it's customer <laughs> stuff, but keeping in contact with your customers, that's all real important, yeah. not only for onboarding of new customers, but retaining and keeping in contact with old customers. So we've got that coming up. So tons of good things coming up because these are the landscaping business tools that nobody tells you about when you start a landscaping business. Everyone's like, I'm a good landscaper. I like digging holes and having skid steers, and I'm going to start a business because plants are cool. That's all good and fine. But these are the business tools that you need to get your business from where it is now to that point to where you want to be. To your point, we've been hearing more and more people saying, you know, things are getting a little bit slower. It's a little bit harder to get those customers and stuff. These are those little things that if you are not doing that's going to push those customers away because you're not getting back to them or you're, you're not responding to them or you don't, you're not communicating with them. And on that point, our episode today is all about, go ahead, you, it's, you can describe it because it's Scott experienced this. Yeah. So this ties exactly what we're talking about today. And, and what I'm going to share with you is for the fire department I'm on, we are looking to have some epoxy floors done in like a, some living areas, bathroom area, and some bedroom areas. So we have to have three different quotes to build, turn this end to uh, choose from. A lot of time for government yeah. jobs, you have to get multiple quotes. Yeah. That's just the rules. So I reached out to three different contractors. Some were references, some were just looking up online. Nobody's had any previous contact or any experience with any of these people. Right. There's no nepotism going on. No. Like none of these people that you're getting a hold of are like somebody's uncle. Yep. It's not, oh, I use this person at my house. Yep. These are all completely blind, going in blind. Yeah, yeah. This person did a good job. This company did a great job. I saw a sign along the road for one company. So anyhow, so I reached out to all three different companies and I've had three different, totally different experiences. And I think this is totally relatable to everything we teach landscapers and what well, landscapers are doing. At some point, doing. business is business. Yeah. Small business, small service business is small service yeah. and business. Not always regardless of the service, but a little bit regardless of the service. Yeah. So I, I looked up everybody's website first off, just to kind of make sure they're legit, obviously. So I contacted one company and they're very professional the website looked very professional. I contacted them. What do you mean by they were really professional? At this point in time, had you spoken with them or just by looking at their website, you thought they were very professional? Oh, no, so I looked at the website, so yeah. then I called them up. I called okay. every single one of these. I didn't fill any forms out. I contacted them on the phone. I was kind of curious how they responded. So I contacted the first company. I said their website looked very professional, looked really nice, looked like they did good work. So I contacted that company. It rang a few times. Somebody picked up and asked me, you know, what I needed, whatever. And then they transferred me to a, assuming a, like the salesperson. So I spoke to that person, you know, they gathered some information, took some questions and then they, all right, you know, schedule my appointment for the next couple of days, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it worked out. As soon as I got off the phone, I had already email in my inbox. And I also received a text saying that, you know, we have you scheduled for this date, this time. Right. Awesome. So I called the next person. The next person answered and they said, I'm on a job and you text me, I will call you back a little bit later. And what was your thoughts on that? How did you feel about that response? So I'm like, I, I get it, you know, coming from the industry I come from. Okay, I get it, you're you well, know, busy. Especially so. if you're new and starting out and you're, if you're the one that does the work and answers yeah. the phone, I don't think that's 
too crazy out of the no, ordinary sure of situation. So okay. I, I said, okay, no problem. So I, I got off the phone. I text the person the address and, and what we're looking to have done, my name and everything like that. So after I got off the phone with them, I was talking to some of the other firefighters and just tell them, you know, what had happened. They thought that was kind of weird. They didn't like that. They thought they should have set the appointment up right there. Okay. But once again, these are firemen who aren't necessarily, haven't lived the life of trying to do all the things, of trying to do the work and answer the phones yeah. and do all the things. So, but that, to me, was a relatable experience for, like, as a customer. So if your sure. customers never dealt with that or not in this trades or anything like that, that is what's going through their heads. Is like, why don't they just set the appointment right then and there? Right. Where we're very understanding of it because yes. we get it. What are the chances that your customers have worked in any kind of industry mm-hmm. where they know that, oh, yeah, if you're trying to do the work and answer the phones and all that, that this is how, to, how it's going to go. So I think yep. that's a really good point that your customers aren't going to realize that they're not going to get it. They're just mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, God, you didn't set the appointment right away. Yeah. This place sucks. So that same person, they ended up calling me that afternoon. Like they said, they contacted me, asked me a few more questions and set up the appointment. And that was the end of it. The third person I called that same day, they didn't answer. I left a voicemail. They had, you know, a real nice voicemail. Oh, the message? The message, I should say. And, you know, it sounded professional and everything. So I left a message. So it was like two days later, I finally received a phone call from the person that I left the message with. Okay. We did set up an appointment and I set them all up for the same day. Knock it all out. Going to be at the station that day. I'm like, I'm going to set them all up. So I set one up for the morning, one mid-morning and one afternoon. That just kind of worked out. Okay. So... The day comes of when we're having the actual in-person meeting. And the one person that I did contact that asked me to text them later on. The second person you contacted, the one that was like, hey, can you just text me the info? I'll get back to you. They said, you know, they'll text me in the morning just to make sure I'm still good to meet. I said, okay, no problem. I didn't hear anything. And it's like nine o'clock or so. I'm like, I just want to check. What time was their appointment supposed to be? So the first person was supposed to be 10 o'clock. That was a very professional company. It was supposed to be at 10 o'clock. Yeah. But the person who said that they would text you that morning, what was, time was their appointment? It was supposed to be like 11 o'clock. Okay. So, and I like, I wasn't being pushy, but I'm like, I just want to know for myself because I had other things going on. So I text them like, hey, just confirming our appointment for today. So they replied back something along the lines of getting dressed, getting my coffee, and I'll be heading out. I'm like, okay, it's a little strange, but whatever. Again, I, I know the industry, sure. Now, again, this is nine o'clock in the morning, but whatever. Once again, but to me, that was a huge overshare. People just keep it professional. People don't need to know that you're still in your jammies and haven't had your coffee yet. Like to me, that's a little bit too much information. It needs to be more along the lines of just reply back. Hey, yes, we're still on. I plan to be there at X time. Would have been a little more appropriate response. (laughs) So then the third person I contacted that I left the voicemail, they contacted me two days later. They actually called me and said, Hey, you know, I'm have an opening a little bit early in the morning. I have to go run, check a job. Would it be all right if I come early? I'm like, sure, no problem. But they communicated it to yes. you and didn't just show up early. So Correct. to me, that's right. the key point there is they communicated it. You said it was okay. Yep. Cool. So then the first person that I contacted, the, the one that I thought was very professional, had a nice website. They actually, through text, replied and said, hey, we're running late. Mm-hmm. Let's push it back. It was like a half hour. Okay, no big deal. But once again, communication was yep. made. Sometimes you're just running late, yep. stuff happens, but they communicated it. Yep. The only thing, I, I mean, personally, just looking back, I appreciated the phone call versus the text. Confirming the appointment yeah, or, or, just, or hey, when they were going to be late. Yeah, just to let me know. I think that to me is a little more professional when you call them up, but I get it because it's automated service. And so. I think that's highly personal though, because I don't ever want anyone to call me. I would rather have a text. 
I never want anyone to call me. I want to do everything through text and email. Please don't call me. <laughs> All right, sorry. So that, that, Got a little that's personal that's there. That, but to me, that's just different strokes right. for different folks. And you're right. that's the opportunity to maybe have that when you're onboarding a new, you know, getting information for a new client. How do you prefer to be contacted? Yeah, absolutely. Email, text, send a pigeon, doesn't matter. Ask them how they prefer to be communicated with. Absolutely. All right, so continue on. So the person that I text that morning, the one that seemed kind of weird, said they're in their pajamas, they actually showed up first. They text me that they're on their way and they showed up first. So they got there and they seemed to be courteous to me. They came up, shook my hand and, and they went out and measured and just did the normal stuff. They measured and talked a little bit about their product. I shared something that I, I liked. They advised against it, which seemed that was all fine. But that's okay. That's what they're there for. They're absolutely. they're the professional. You yeah. don't know about epoxy. No, that's absolutely. why you're hiring them I to just, do it. <laughs> I brought up where another fire station had something that I thought looked nice. They said, no, here's reasons why. All good. No problem. So I took the measurements, you know, kind of went along the way. No, you know, everything worked out fine. The second person came, the one that called me and said that they're coming. The one who had the nice website? You No, you, not the, no? this is a third person. The one that called me and said, hey, oh, okay. I'm I'll be there a little bit early. So they showed up next. Okay. Same thing, kind of went along the way. Found a couple of different things that the first one didn't, which whatever, it's not a big deal. Like what they found, they actually dug into the flooring and found there's extra tile down there that we didn't know was there. Said mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be a little bit longer to remove this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. But that's good though, because yeah. I mean, that just prevents a problem because yeah. that other person didn't find that. So that's when you get into those situations where it's like, oh crap, yeah. I didn't know this was here. And then yeah. that's going to cause problems with your contract. We don't have to get down that rabbit yeah. hole. But the fact that they went and did that little bit of extra digging, yeah. little, so, they, maybe they've done this a few times. Yeah. Maybe they know what they're that's doing. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so then the third person showed up, the one that I thought was very professional, sent me the text reminders and you know all that great stuff. They showed up and whatever time it, i think they said it was supposed to be there 10 30 whatever it was they sat on the parking lot for a bit and you know the car was all labeled and everything looked sure, good. maybe they needed to just get their thoughts yeah, and their papers together no deal. we don't always yeah. the station and then they back up their car they did a circle around the parking lot like just like right in the front and pulled right back in the same spot i'm like that's kind of weird now i remind you the garage doors are up we're standing there i wave to them <laughs> they can see back. they know you can see yeah. them okay whatever okay, all right i don't know weird, but so then, you know, they when they parked, I walked back up to him because they had kind of tinted windows I couldn't see and, you know, make sure when I waved, make sure they... So I'm like, hey, just checking, you know, you're here for Everything good? Yeah. He's like, yeah. So so anyhow, they came in. Now this person, they acted much more professional. They didn't dress professional. It looked like the guy just came from the gym, but again, whatever, thought that was kind of interesting. Did you they, say the gym, not yeah, a job? Okay. Not gym, looked like came from okay. the gym. Okay. But you could have like, just whatever. You could have thrown like something else on yeah, if you're coming like, from the whatever, gym, but okay. That's, that's fine. So yeah, they, they came in, they, he talked about the product a little bit more. Again, I kind of shared some of the things I kind of wanted to find out what they felt about that other product that I was thinking of based on another department. Yeah, just habit. get another opinion. Mm -hmm. They also the same thing. They recommend a similar type of product because they're this is X, Y, Z. Yeah. All right, cool. cool. Now this one he did recommend because there's baseboard along the bottom covering up the, or, you know, for the old flooring. He's like, well, to do it right, we need to remove this and put up new stuff, you know, Okay. which I thought was good because I thought about that too, but none of the other people recommended that. Okay. He also did find the tile that was multiple down there layers too. of flooring. So, yeah. Again, I thought that was really good. So they, again, they all kind of did their thing, went along their way. Now the person that showed up 
first, the one that was not very professional. Has, has, has already been a little bit unprofessional yeah. on the phone, maybe shared a little bit of TMI yeah, on the so, phone. So yeah. they, they sent their quote back that afternoon. It came to me in a Word document, which I thought was a little strange. Well, and I can go in there, edit it if I really wanted to and, and sign it. and be in. The point here is please don't send people Word documents yes. for your contracts. They can get in there. They can edit it. They can change things. Make sure you convert those to a PDF. Yes, and I know you can still edit PDFs, but it, it was and it didn't open properly. Not as easy. Yeah, to. and it was it was just kind of cumbersome. So I guess going back a little bit, when I told talk to everybody, I said I needed three different prices. I needed a price for like the kitchen area. I needed a price for the bathrooms, and I needed a price for the bedrooms. Yeah, pl- set three, so three separate, separate quotes. Do not lump them. And I said if you want to give me a quote, if you think it'll be cheaper overall, you can give me one lump sum quote. That is fine. You know, because I understand if you have to make multiple trips, you know, if we did the kitchen this month and then come back another month and do the bathrooms, it might be more because there's more travel charges or whatever. So I said, at the very least, I need three quotes. Wait, I'm confused because you just said you they want to give you one lump. So but you need three. I said I needed at least three quotes. If you think it'll be cheaper to quote it all in one price, like they come do the whole project now and it's cheaper, give me that quote as well. So you want three individual quotes plus one that's a lump, so you wanted four quotes? Is that what you're saying? And the fourth one was optional. The lumping it all together was optional. Yeah. I'm just making sure I'm understanding here. So again, that person came, they submitted me the quote that afternoon in a Word document, but they gave it to me in one lump sum. Well, and I'm just poking and I'm playing devil's advocate here because you just confused me on what you said. So I don't don't know if she understood what you said. Well, no. I text her back because it, she sent me a text saying, hey, yeah. I'm sending this over. So I text her back. I'm like, hey, could you give me the three separate quotes? She's, her response back was, oh, crap, you did say that. Okay, here's another flag on the <laughs> professionalism. Even if you're thinking, oh, crap, you did say that, yeah. all you have to do is apologize and be like, that is my mistake. I do recall you saying that. I'll yeah. get that to you as soon as I can. So they sent <laughs> the updated quote and they responded back something along the lines of, I should have kept it in front of me, but something along the lines of, glad I sent that or we did that because the price wasn't right the first time. Okay, so now you have not only sent it wrong, you admitted that you sent the wrong price? Now, granted, it was cheaper in the second. If you added all three of those up, it was cheaper than what she initially gave me, which is good. Okay, but this is already, like, to me, as people that know business, this is like flag, flag. Yeah. So I would assume, even if you don't know business, this is like red flag. This is flags on the play. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, this person, now I'm questioning everything they've done so far. Because they said, oh, crap, the way they responded to me. Oh, and the other thing I forgot to add in there. So before they sent me the quote, I sent them a text because they're the first person out. They did not acknowledge that there was a second set of tile floors at, you know, the other. That's right. The, it was the two that came after that yes. noticed that. So you, yeah, so did I, you let I her like, know? Hey, nice. I'm like, hey, just to give you a heads up. Some other people were out here. They found that there was another set of tile just to give you a heads up. Their reply back was, ugh, U-G-H. That's yeah. what the text I got back. Okay. Like, now, once again, this is just, even if you're thinking, ugh, please don't respond back yes. with, ugh. Yes. <laughs> To me, that would have been fine if, like, I knew the person. I have no experience with them. To me, you should be acting professional. That's this was not just not how you do things. So then my mind starts going, and not just mine. I guess it was other firefighters too, because I discussed this with them. They already pushed that person out. Like, we don't want to recommend them because of all the responses, what they forgot, what mm-hmm. they didn't do. So to me, now this person's out. Well, because when you hire somebody to do a pretty big job like this, it's a big enough job that it required three different quotes and might have to be done in phases. You're entering into a relationship with this person. This is not a one night stand. This is going to be, you're going to be seeing this person if they're going to be doing a bunch of work. So you want to be careful who you're getting in in with. The quote was almost $20,000 for this project. So, I mean, 
comparatively in landscaping, it might not be that big of a project to some of you. Some of it might be a good size, but whatever, that's around what we're talking. So to me, $20,000, you should be acting professional. I think you should be acting professionally all the time, well, yes. but yes. especially when you get into multiple thousands of dollars. That is yes. a large chunk of change. Yeah. They sent that to me that afternoon, after getting, which I thought was great. Now, the weekend went by Tuesday. So it was almost seven days now since those people were all out there. So you haven't received any uh-uh. uh, correspondence back from the other two, nope. and it's been a week. Yep. I think it was like six days. The one person called me and said, hey, I've got your quote done, and I'll send that over to you shortly. Okay, cool, great. And he's like, if you have any questions, we'll go over it. And that was pretty much the end of the conversation. Okay. So I got off the phone. I still have not received the quote. And how long has it been? Since they've called me now, it's been three days. So we're already up to like nine days. Yes. And they said that they were going to send it and have it done. So now I'm starting to get annoyed. Yes. Now the, that was the company that was very professional. Look, the website I said, and mm-hmm. very, you know, send me all the text. I still have not yet received it. Like crickets, then. like yes. not one dang thing. Yes. So now I'm like, are these people interested? Are they not interested? So I'm starting to question things here. like Because that's yeah. a long time for no correspondence. Correct. Even if you're busy and you know that you're not going to get back to people for like a week or two, if that's not communicated, then you're just, you're leaving people hanging. Like Scott said, do they want the job? Do they not want the job? Are they not interested? Did they lose it? Did it get stuck under a coffee mug and somebody threw it in the garbage? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it just brings up a lot of questions. And now I'm like, well, they can't respond to me. Do I want to hire these people? So now I'm actually looking at calling somebody else out yeah. to give me a quote because one was very unprofessional, but they didn't give me the quote. Two that I thought were better just from visually talking or, you know, websites. They might look a little better. But I haven't received anything from them. So this is why we get so like our knickers in a twist. This is why we're doing these sales procedures in Profits Up Inner Circle, mm-hmm. because these are the little tiny things that are going to make a difference. And we get all worked up about them because to me, it's not just landscaping. Too many business owners are like, well, I do good work. And yeah. once I finally get there, the job is I'm going to do a good job. You know you do a good job, but the people that are hiring you don't necessarily know that. So how you present yourself matters. Absolutely. The actions that you take or don't take matter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's where we're at so far in this process. I'll let you guys know of an update when I hear some more or if I get some other contractors out there. But to me, this is a relatable story to everyone out there. You, Like Katie said, communication is utmost importance. And that's one of those things that, once again, when you're starting a landscaping business, you're probably not like, oh, man, I'm really going to have to be on top of things in my communication skills. Nobody thinks about that. They just think I need to be a good landscaper. I need to do a good job. These are these little things that become flags on the play that Mm -hmm. your customers notice. They notice if you're communicating or not. They notice these things. And like we've talked about in the past, when you're out there talking to the customer about something... This is your opportunity for one to make a good impression on them. They're seeing you for the first time. You want to do your best. You want to be as professional as possible, but you also want to be excited about it and act excited about this, you know, whatever you're doing for them. So if this case is flooring, you need to be excited about it. You know, I love this project. You know, I love doing this stuff. Well, yeah, at least be pleasant. Don't be not genuine. Like, don't have to be overly fake, but at, you know, at least put some effort into well, it. Try. I, like, I'm not the most exciting person. You're not. Well, and my so, face always looks mad. People yeah. always think I'm mad. I'm like, I'm not mad. It's just my face. But, but I try to make my face not look mad. When I'm out there <laughs> selling water features, I get excited and they can sense that. They can feel that. They can hear it in the tone of voice. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing like, you know, we make a waterfall here and the stream's going this way or whatever. They get excited about that. And that's the time when you can close that sale or do your best. And I understand sometimes you have to go back and do designs. 
But you get them pumped up, you need to communicate to keep that message pumped up, keep them excited about that. Because the further this goes along, the less excited they're getting to be about it. And they may not go with it at that time because their emotions are not as high or they don't need it or they thought about it longer. So again, communication is so important in all aspects. And this is why we do this, like Katie said, this in the inner circle. This is all the stuff that we laid out. We have given them Everybody that's in our circle has gotten multiple different books on like scripts and text messages and all the stuff that you can put in your system. So if you're using something, some kind of automated messaging thing that sends out like, hey, we're coming out like that person did, you can incorporate these messages in there. You can incorporate these emails to get educate them and stuff. It's important to look at your process through your customer's eyes. Look at, see how they are receiving you, how you're speaking to them because it goes a long way. And I, like this to me, this is a very good example. And I was just kept like, I was eating this up as I was watching them do this because I'm like, this is exactly what landscapers do or don't do. And you need to really look at it. Like I said, look at it from your customer's eyes and look what you can change and start implementing it right away. It'll make a big difference. I guarantee it. Yeah, especially now uh, people are saying work is slowing down. The phone's not ringing as much. They're not getting as many calls, not as many mm -hmm. prospects. And so you want to hang on to those ones and get the jobs that are calling. Yep. And this is where you can kind of separate <laughs> the ones that know what they're doing from somebody who's just out there slapping it and throwing it together, just be like, eh, whatever, see what happens. This is why it's more important in these economic times <laughs> to have a level of professionalism, to act like you are a business owner, not just like somebody who happens to own a business. Well, the more you're responding to me, the more you're communicating with me, the more I'm seeing that you are interested in getting this project. Those people that did not get back to me, and now I'm like, they do not even want to do this. Is like that's those nobody wants like, to be ignored. It's, yeah. and, and this is and this is for the fire station. Yeah. So imagine if it was your twenty thousand dollars that was coming out of your pocket that you're spending. Those people, for them, maybe that they saved up a very long time to spend yes. this money, and so they want to feel like they're a part of the process, that yeah. you matter to them, that their business matters to you. Well, you're building this relationship with this customer, and this is some things you just have to do. You have to yeah. communicate. It's people skills things. that, once Absolutely. again, you didn't even know you were going to need to have these skills when you yeah. started your business, but you do. <laughs> yeah, so if, if you're interested in learning more about this stuff, get in the Profits Up Inner Circle. This is stuff that we teach. This is the things that most programs out there, I don't even think are teaching these types of things. And no, giving you that was, stuff, so. we're filling all those gaps, yeah. that stuff that's not in there, that, that they, this isn't in the, you know, when you're like Googling, I want to start landscaping business. <laughs> these are the things that aren't coming up. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> definitely go check out the Inner Circle, get in there. It's sure. an affordable program. It's a month to month program. It's 149 a month. Yeah. You're going to get all this amazing stuff. You're not going to take your business from where it is now to where you want it to be by doing things the same way that you're doing them now. Yeah. You have to take different actions to get different results. We've got the different actions and we've got time set aside to help you work on yeah. <laughs> taking those different yes. actions. So Yes. So take this information that we've given you today, learn from it. Again, look at it from the eyes of your customer and apply it to your business. Absolutely. If you're interested in learning more about estimating, we do have a workshop coming up on November 14th, yep. 6 p.m. We'll have all the links in the comments section, the description. Go check that out. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. Have a great day. That's a wrap on another exciting episode here of the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. Now, thank you for joining us on this journey, and thank you for being a member of our community. Remember our motto, do it dirty means just get started and not be afraid of making mistakes. We honestly believe this is one of the keys to the success in this industry and in life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, head over to Apple, and leave us a review. Your support helps us reach more listeners and bring even more value to the show. Until next time, keep doing it dirty and grow your business to new heights.